Ahoy, hoy, everyone. Welcome to our first Universal show for 2024. I am your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. Uh, we are very excited today to be talking about what's happening at Universal Orlando in 2024. And you know what? We'll also probably look back a little bit at the past year as well, because 2023, there were some uh, big things that did happen that's obviously worth mentioning. But I also need to mention that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the support of one of the awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. Okay, Rhino, uh, I think it is the right place to start by looking back at 2023 and just asking the question, did you have any highlights of the past year? Uh, I, I know I had one highlight in particular that kind of made my year with Universal, but uh, what was it for you that stood out as the best thing? Well, it, I, you know, I feel like I sound like I'm beating a dead horse or like a, a record stuck. I, but I, For me, I... I, I loved Halloween Horror Nights this year. So like that was definitely a highlight for me. I know I don't, you didn't, I don't think went as many times as I did. And, um, but I, I, do, I don't know. I just really enjoyed it this year. I found a really good, fun vibe and, and, uh, found myself there way more than I was the year before. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was not a fan of the event this past year. The houses never really clicked for me. Uh, the scare zones, I, I, they didn't really click either. I'm not going to try to act like they did. You know, it's it was always a vibe walking through Vamp 69. But at the mm -hmm. same time, too, it's like it, at some points it got annoying where I'm like, you know what? It's just so loud here. Let me let me go out of the way. And maybe I sound like an old crotchety person, but yeah, get off Halloween, my lawn. Get get off of it right now. All you vampire hippies. Uh, I just mm -hmm. uh, uh, the event did not hit with me like it it used to and i don't know if that's just how i'm changing as a person i don't know if it's uh i don't know if it's just how the event is evolving because i mean you and i are pretty much completely different on our thoughts with all of it like i know towards the end of the event you're like uh, exorcist believer that's a mm -hmm. top three house and i'm like that piece of garbage was in your top three how is that even possible? Yeah, honestly, like it, we we just have the complete opposite perspective on the event in every single way. And like the couple highlights for me, you're like, eh, I could skip it. Um, I think I still have my. I'm trying to find it right here. I think I still have my my ranking of everything. <laughs> so I'm like trying to. I know I didn't delete it, so I'm like, where did I put these to tell you exactly? Because I wrote a thing, um, for when it let for when it was done oh i was doing yeah. notes of like timing the houses too to be like it was posted this time it wasn't this time um you're just a hold on, regular give me a second I'll, I'll oh i will no oh, i'll give i'll give you a second there with it so uh yeah we never we never ended up actually having our our normal you know 
HHN final wrap up. So I'm happy to, to share a little bit about it here. But while Rhino is pulling that together, I'll say that I think my highlight of 2023 it was a tough toss up between that Jurassic Park tribute store and one other thing. But mm, that's good uh, the too. Jurassic Park tribute store was incredible. So detailed. Uh, definitely a place that uh, if you were lucky enough to go through, you know that it was one of Universal's best tribute stores. But I think the winner for me has to be Minion Land. I mean, they opened a freaking land right at the beginning of of Universal Studios Florida and uh, Minion <laughs> Villain Con Minion Blast for as uh, as you know, not exciting as it is, it is still actually pretty fun. As long as you have a backpack to like hold all your stuff and you're not trying to like, you know, hold the gun and also your blaster and also like a a popcorn bucket and a cup and you like, yeah, just have too much going on. You know, as long as you have that backpack or you have someone holding your stuff, it's, it's a really fun experience. Uh, Minion cafe just continued to grow on me. I have loved every single type of freeze ray pop that I've tried the only thing that really didn't connect with me is the banana popcorn. I'm like, this just kind of tastes like stale, crappy popcorn that has a little bit of a banana flavor to it. But beyond that, everything just worked out. And uh, they, you know, they took a, a big area of that park that, you know, you could you could argue could have been utilized for so many different things, so many maybe even better things. But I think Minion Land actually was was a solid addition overall, and it really helps that park out. So, uh, yeah, my uh, my props for twenty twenty three has to go to Minion Land and everything that uh, surrounds it. But do you have an update for me, Rhino? No, I must have deleted the <laughs> note somehow. I'm I'm like looking through, and I'm like I'm typing in words. Like I'm like I'm like okay, Last of Us that has to be in here, and I have a note from November second, but it was just like. It was the wait times. And I'm like, what the heck? I know I definitely wrote it out because I like edited the note. And I'm, I'm worried that I like accidentally like, you know, sometimes you accidentally delete it. But the notes on your computer, you can't search through the same way you do on your phone. So I can't do a keyword search on my computer. I am so, so sorry for you. I mean, uh, I know I'm Exorcist so was in your top. I know my rankings definitely changed from the opening night. And what I really enjoyed is like the... The last like two, I mean, I went with CJ when he was here and and that I think we went on the last like Thursday night. And then um, I went again on the last day and both of those days I was able to do all 10 houses. And on that last night, I was able to do all 10 houses and I didn't even do stay and scream that time. So I felt like I had found the rhythm of how to do it, like work around because like a big thing was a lot of people were doing stay and scream, but you ended up waiting the same amount of time for Stranger Things that you would have waited for during the day. So that you couldn't do right away. You had to wait till the very end of the night to do that one and stuff. Like, But once I got the rhythm down, I, I really enjoyed it. So I'm like, I, I was like, I could just look at this list of, um, of houses and just tell you right now that I felt like... Uh, I, I, I feel like Stranger Things, like as much as I love Stranger Things, that went so far down yeah. my list. I, I know that fell to the bottom of your list. I know that in that like top five area, you definitely had Yeti. Uh, you were a yeah, big Yeti fan of for that. Sure and top house for sure. Obviously, uh, Dr. Oddfellows was high on your list. Uh, you did have Exorcist very high on your list. Uh, I remember those kind of being the three main ones in contention with you, if I, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. And which... then I felt like I had, I had, 
everybody was like raving about Darkest Steel, and I think I had not great walkthroughs the first couple of times. And when I finally got that rhythm going in there, that definitely jumped up a lot higher. Um, and I, yeah, Stranger Things, Last of Us are definitely, um, it, I think I would say that I would say it was like Chucky or Stranger Things was probably, I would say like Last of Us, like Stranger Things might have been my least favorite house. Yeah. It was mine. Um, just because it was kind of a bummer. I feel like it didn't really deliver on the story the way the houses had before. And I just never, I don't know that the scares were really there and like those big key moments that I really wanted to see. I felt like we really kind of, kind of missed out on some of those. Like, I'm glad they did it, but it was still one of those, like, I think I just wanted something a little bit, a little bit more, but I am also one of those like super annoying stranger things fans. But I mean, you're right. Yeti, Yeti for sure was top notch. Dr. Oddfellow was up there for me because I'm afraid of clowns and the circuses and small spaces. So none of that really changed for me. I put dueling dragons toward the bottom uh, just because, for me, I, I definitely, I enjoyed the fact that they leaned into this house, but it was definitely, I think it was for people who are definitely very nostalgia driven and, um, there was some really cool effects. So that, that was like kind of in the mid tier for me. Um, but exorcist, I was always very scared in. So that was definitely that bumped, uh, higher up and I still haven't seen the movie. Also blood moon. I put like right in that mid section, everybody yeah. was like the best. And I'm like, you can have a beautiful house. And everything, but if it's not really like the Dead Man's Pier, the wharf one, um, is it was it Dead Man's Pier? Is that what it was called? I, I can't remember. The fr- I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one, you know, I felt like that one was a little bit more successful than the other one, and and um, uh, but you know, I there wasn't there wasn't really a house where I would ever be like, no, I don't want to do it. You know, I, the last of us, no, I didn't want to wait for it, but there was a way that if you did the scare zone and just stood there and waited and let everyone go through the first time and had yourself a drink, and then you'd walk right into the, you'd walk right into that house, you'd walk right into the monster's house, which was also really good this year, too. Those monster's houses are always good. Yeah, they're always good. I know you complained about how much uh, Parisian stuff was in there, but it was in Paris, so you just have to deal with that. Yeah, we, once we, once I figured out with Last of Us that if you just go and is like the second to last house or the last house of the night, you're only going to wait like 30 minutes and less than that potentially, and then it wasn't bad. It's like, okay, it's, it's fine for that, but ugh, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm glad to hear that you had a great time with it. I didn't. I'm ready to put 2023 behind and that event behind, and I'm ready to see what they have for us in 2024. But that's going to be towards the end of the year. I mean, we got we got a lot of other stuff that's going to be happening in 2024 at Universal Orlando Resort. And why don't we break that down now? And uh, first big thing that we're going to probably be seeing at the resort this year, uh, round Le Bonton Roule. We're going to let the good times roll when Universal Mardi Gras comes back to the resort. Uh, it will be kicking off daily starting february 3rd through april 7th and uh, as of the time that we are currently recording this they have not released any information about all of the performing acts Uh, it's typically this week that that would be coming out so uh, probably the day that the show is released is going to be the date that they announce all that information or just in time for for next week's show but yeah it's getting uh, getting real close it feels like feels like it typically would be out right around this time usually you know, well, you want people to be planning vacations for it, right? So I feel like it's gotta. It's crazy when it's like just around the corner. 
Here's the thing. I don't know how many people plan vacation specifically because of a Mardi Gras performer. I'm sure there are some. I feel like it's more of that. It's that nice treat for the locals and pass holders who are already coming anyways. And then it's like, hey, surprise, you have an awesome concert that night, too. I I mean, yes, some people are going to still go out of their way and be like, oh, man, I can't believe insert popular artist here. Becky G. I still remember her. They're going to be like, Becky Becky G. G. Becky G. She's she's yellow Power Ranger. I'll plan a full trip around Becky G. So, uh, yeah, there are some people out there like that. But I, I think it's one of those things that it's like you're you're rolling that dice Kelly and Clarkson. hoping there's someone good. Yeah, well, Kelly Clarkson before Ozempic. So, uh, and that was uh, that was years ago. When are they going to pull her back again? Twice. Years ago, still years uh, yeah i can't i mean valid, they're, they're, valid point <laughs> listen they always get they always get a couple big artists so i'm not like trying to downplay it like that there's always at least uh you know two or three massive names uh so they look at it but not not the not the, Who names was the big name last youth. year i man once again i i, I don't okay, remember, sorry. I don't remember sorry. anything last year and it also didn't help last year that you know rory was still in that like first six months of life so i don't like i I know we went to Mardi Gras. <laughs> I know we covered it. I can't remember a single thing from it. I I can remember where we watched the parade. I can I can't remember what the parade was. Uh, I'm just you know I it's it's like a it's like a blank that that first six months that he was alive. I don't remember anything from that time period. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping to recover that all one day. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But. Uh, yeah, Universal Mardi Gras. That's going to be the first big thing happening. I'm excited about it. Uh, then, not necessarily a big, big thing, but something that I think everyone is anticipating, and that is a little bit more information on Epic Universe, because they are chugging along with this park, the brand new theme park coming to Orlando and uh already universal has closed down the legacy store and universal city walk that has been boarded up and all speculation is pointing towards that area being used for a uh, epic universe preview center and i feel like we're going to get our next big dump of information about epic universe that's official information Probably right around whatever time a, a preview center like that would open, if that's exactly what they're going for. It's kind of been a long time since they've had a new park open up, so maybe they're not going to go exactly for the same preview center style like they had for Islands of Adventure. But you know, it's it, that's that's where all the speculation is going. So uh, I I feel like people are probably going to be right on about it, and uh, it's not like we really need Universal to come out and officially confirm anything at this point because uh, Alicia. Stella and uh, and you know her entire outlet of Orlando Park Stop is basically just you know they're saying everything that Universal's not right now and giving us all the information. So it's like the one-two punch. You have uh, Bio Reconstruct uh, on Twitter X. Uh, you have the aerial photos being provided by Bio Reconstruct, and then you have Alicia Stella actually breaking down what the different 
what's happening in all the different photos and what it means for the park and exactly what it's supposed to be like. And I, I feel like with that combination, she's putting together more than we would even get from an official Universal Orlando announcement. I mean, they still haven't officially announced the different the different portals throughout the entire park. And meanwhile, we have all these detailed high-res images that clearly show it is Super Nintendo World, exactly yeah. like it was expected, that it is is universal monsters that it is how to train your dragon that it is wizarding world of harry potter with that uh, parisian style so you know again ryan loves his parisian elements to it and then that entire hub area with the starfall racers racing roller coaster and in the hotel that's coming up like it's just I, I am super excited for Universal to give us this information, but at the same time, like they they don't need to. Their best promotion has been the eagerness of the fan community, <laughs> just spoiling everything. And um, I'm I'm blown away by it. You know, it's we haven't talked about it a ton on the show. I feel like it's been every here and there. A lot of my viewpoints on it has been you know let's let's wait to see once it's finished and there's so much of it that's coming together you know there's yoshis on the track in super nintendo mm-hmm. world ready to go for that attraction you know attractions are testing it's like it, this thing's kind of getting ready quicker than i think anyone might have expected uh and i it's it's all looking beautiful from the air i i don't I don't know how I'm going to feel when I step into it. Is Am I going to feel like bad that it's all been spoiled by aerial imagery ahead of time? Or is it just going to be like finally being in that three-dimensional world that you can never get from a picture? I don't know. But I, Well, neat. I try not to look too much. Like I, I try to – I think once it's like a lot more along, I, th- I don't think I'll look anymore. But I do yeah. think there's nothing like – like I try to think about – like remember the aerial views of like – opening days of like Harry Potter, like Hogsmeade and like the lions going in and like you saw that. And I'm like, it still doesn't give you that photo doesn't even give you an element of like what it feels like to be in there. It's the same way with like, like Hollywood. I feel like even like seeing the pictures and stuff, when I was going down the escalator at universal Hollywood, it was one of those where I I could see it in the distance. And I was like, Oh wow. Like this is like becoming real. And then when you go through that portal and you're in there, you're just like, Holy cow. You know, it's like yeah. I so I think it, it'll still have that sort of like, I don't know, that little bit of like swell of like like that theme park magic that always happens when you go into these new cool themed areas. And and it'll, it'll be fun. I was talking about with friends last night, though, too. I'm still convinced that they're going to do a new type of theme park ticket when this comes out, like a brand new type that no other theme park does. And I think it's going to be like micro theme parks. <laughs> It still feels like this isn't going to be a high capacity park. I could be completely wrong by that. And they have tricks up their sleeve for it. But I I think it, it's going to be a problem for a while. And, you know, it's a good problem to have people wanting to come to your theme park. But it's just going to be how Universal responds, because I think the last thing they would want is a bunch of fans who are just losing their mind. That's like, well, you built this brand new theme park and I can't even get into it easily. It's not an enjoyable experience once I'm there. I mean, for the first couple months, yeah, you're going to expect it to be a nightmare every single time. But eventually you want people to be able to get enjoyment out of it and not just like, oh. I'm completely miserable every time I try to come to this park. I should just stick to the classic ones. But uh, there's 
still still so much more to discover with it uh you know and it's not just the hotel that's on that property plus the the different lands uh there's still two more hotels that are actually going to be the first parts to open up and it's not in 2024 but i i still feel like it's worth mentioning uh because you can already book them right now in this this calendar year of 2024 uh the universal stella nova and terra luna hotels they are opening january 21st for Stella Nova and February 25th for Terra Luna of 2025. And both of those hotels are going to be adding 750 guest rooms each. So uh, that, you know, it's all adding to this overall universal campus, especially that one with Epic Universe. But then there's going to be plenty of people who are going to want to stay at those hotels and still use the, the regular theme parks, especially for that first you know who knows how long six months before epic universe opens people are people are going to want to stay at these hotels and come over to islands of adventure and universal studios florida so uh that's it's uh yeah it's it's nice to have more capacity always nice to have more capacity well i think you kind of hit the nail on the head too when you said it i think the difficult part when it's first open i mean we've seen it in everywhere else we've been like in Hogsmeade, in Diagon Alley, you know, I, I, we definitely, you experienced it with me too at uh, Universal Hollywood and stuff is that everybody wants the new thing. Like everybody wants to see it. And and for that big stretch of time there in the beginning, it's that kind of like, oh, it's so crowded. <laughs> you know, and Like yeah. eventually, eventually it'll kind of like find its, you know, its medium or, or, or you know, settle down a little bit, um, you know, but it's just, it's, it's. It's one of those things I am excited to see it and I am going to try and that that's the thing I'm just going to kind of try and keep saying to myself where it's like, okay, it's like those places. It's like our experience at Universal Hollywood. It's like the opening of Diagon Alley, just the entire theme park, you know, so it's going to be like breathe. I, you know, not to not to say the thing we always say, it's the pack your patience, you know, but um, it really is just kind of really being like, okay. It, it it probably won't be the optimal optimized experience because it will be literally like filled to the brim. I'm sure, yeah. you know, in the uh, beginning, but excitement either way. Yeah, it, it's just going to be all so incredibly different because, you know, hopefully the first time we're stepping into that park will be if we're lucky enough to be there for grand opening coverage. And then that throws it all off completely because then you have to figure out how to, you know, completely film a park that uh, is just brand new. We haven't, we haven't ever had to do that. You know, I've gone to parks that I haven't been to before, but it's, it's not the same as like, okay, what do you prioritize? What, what do you do first? And then, you know, at least I guess the one part of it is that, probably 95 if not 100 percent of those attractions you won't be able to film on so at least that'll make it easier it'll be more just like taking in the lands but uh i i hope that you know if we're lucky enough for that then uh then eventually down the road once it opens up and we're able to be there as guests at least having that idea of how should you prioritize everything what what are the best things then maybe that will help uh help us at least figure it out but you know Everyone's going to feel different. For some people, they're going to be like, yeah, Super Nintendo World all the way. Uh, for some people, it's going to be monsters, you know, and it'll probably be me. For other people, it'll be Wizarding World, uh, especially if, you know, especially if they find a way to reignite a spark for the Wizarding World on top of, you know, the one that people still have for it. So, but take it to a whole new level. It's it's going to be really wild. The wild times we're living in, the 2025s. 
Not quite there yet. I, I can't even. We, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, uh, I don't yeah. know. Nah, it's I don't want either. But we will we'll get through 2024. Uh, then this is like a gray area. We will talk about DreamWorks Land, obviously, because that will be opening this year. Uh, but uh, I do want to kind of mention the gray area of. Uh, Universal's Universal Orlando Cinematic Celebration, the Fountain Show, obviously that that closed pretty unceremoniously, and Universal promised that there would be a new nighttime show. So I'm hoping that 2024 is the year of a new nighttime show. Uh, I will say wholeheartedly, part of why HHN did not appeal to me this year is because I felt like it lacked that fountain show that helped add so much extra to yeah. the event. And uh, that that it was missing a lot by not having it. But just in general, I think theme parks at night come alive in a different way. And uh, the cinematic celebration show was incredible. So I think Universal needs to make it a priority to get a show back in that park, Islands of Adventure, one of one of these parks, they need a show that is running, uh, uh, hopefully by summertime, and that would be spectacular. And then they may may also finally be bringing back a parade. It's been how long now since there there's been a parade in this park? Not kind of Mardi Gras, but you know when they had the Superstar Parade, that was the last parade. Uh, feels like it's been forever, but uh, back I think it was in when, November. When did that go away? I don't even remember now. It just, it was one of those things where I did not have fanfare for it. I, I, I did not like the superstar parade. I thought that was a, I, I thought it was a subpar parade. I, I mean, everyone did a great job who was performing in it, but, uh, and it's definitely, it had more energy than Universal's holiday parade, but it just, it felt like it was so aimed at kids and younger audiences. Yeah. It was hard to enjoy it as an adult. And maybe I'd feel differently now having a kid, but that's how I felt about it then. But uh, Universal did file a trademark for Universal Mega Movie Parade. And so, yeah, you know, rumors swirling that there will be a new parade coming and it will be the Universal Mega Movie Parade. And give me a give me a DeLorean float or a train float with a Doc Brown and a Marty on it or something. Well, that's I. My first thought went to uh, why you know you don't even need to do it as a float. Let them drive a DeLorean through the streets oh, and just pop open cool. the door every now and then. And you know the, the Blues Brothers already drive the car through the streets. How many times a day? Let the, let them just drive around yeah. smoking during the parade, throwing their cigarettes <laughs> yeah. out. Of, there you go, throwing beer cans out the window, and uh, that'll add. And then you know do floats. So do like a, a good classic American Pie float. Um, uh, it, whatever all the other classic. Universal movies are American graffiti. You're suggesting there's the, a the in- <laughs> meet and greet of Stifler's mom or something like. Yeah, well, I mean, she's she's big right now, so right now's the time to jump on it. And I think 2024 is going to be the year of Jason Biggs as well. So it's better to get ahead of this. But I it might be wrong. So and you know Eugene Levy, you can always sell Eugene Levy. So that's true. Just think about it. Just think about it. But uh, do you have any hopes for a parade here? Do you feel like with what you've seen with all the universal parades that they're never going to follow through on one that you like? I don't know. I I mean, that's the thing about universal is I feel like they do sometimes take these like 
you know, big swings or they take a turn out of it. I mean, I'm sure it will be something that is ultimately aimed at younger kids and it won't be like that thing. But I feel like a parade could be cool if they did lean into some of that nostalgia. I mean, I never would have thought they would have done a Halloween Horror Nights based on a attraction that used to exist, you know, a house, you know, based on an attraction. And then um, so like sometimes I'm like, they do like to have those like nods to the past and stuff. And I know people are like, why is there never any back to the future things? I just say back to the future. Cause I feel like that's one of the universal's biggest properties. That's like not really represented very well anywhere. But I I'm like, the reality is it'll probably be all DreamWorks, you know, stuff or whatever, but I'm not a big parade guy. So honestly there being a parade or not being a parade doesn't really affect me. Um, I, I, I saw the other parade, um, but I never, like I said, I don't even know how long I didn't, I don't even know if I realized it was gone because you know, they do those little, they've been doing those like dance. Oh yeah. Break things out at males. And I feel like they use some of the floats for that every now and yeah. then, you know, right. No, so no, it's, like, it's still all the floats. I'm like, I still so. see it. Yeah. You're still yeah. using the stuff. So I'm like, well, did it really go away or did it just like change shape? You know? Yeah. It, it morphed into a different way to utilize that entertainment, make it a little bit more regular, it wasn't a bad way to do that, but I, I actually agree with you. I think I think the thing they need to go for is greater appeal, and I feel like it is it is difficult when you look at Disney and you're like, oh, every single parade that Disney ever will do is always going to involve the animated stories, even if it's like, you know, even if it's princes and princesses in uh, there, you know, is as actual humans right there in front of you and then the characters as they are um you know it still is all usually based around the animated worlds except for like random circumstances of like pirates of the caribbean and then uh you know with with uh the halloween parade with haunted mansion like you have those couple moments but why not make a parade that isn't just aimed towards kids why not you know, flex it in. You, of course, you're going to do something with Despicable Me and the Minions or some of the other DreamWorks or Illumination things. Why don't you also balance that with a Jaws float? So that way, all Ooh, these classic Universal cool. fans, um, you know, it's if it doesn't have representation, but it's still beloved by fans, give that away. Give that as a way to continue to love that movie. Because you know what? The Back to the Future escape room is not the way to show love to back to the future. Just my opinion. I did. Did I tell you I, um, I did that one again. You did. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I, it, it's kind of like, you kind of messed up one room. I was like, I don't think it was a fault of our own, but the people I was doing it with, they couldn't really comprehend the final room. So I was like, well, that was a bummer. They told us the score and they're like, you did better than average people. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those where I'm just kind of like, I don't like it that much. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I like it. Like I like the Jurassic park one, I think better now, but I haven't done that one again. I've only done that the one time, but that was yeah. also, did that open in 2023 or was that 2022? Uh, that was 2022. It was in uh, December. Yeah. Wow, so yeah. And you know, right at, right at the end of the year there, but, uh, Moving on uh, to brighter things, DreamWorks land, you know, that has been 
that's just been springing up faster and faster. You know, it's uh, as Shrek's entire swamp village is starting to invade E.T. and make a bunch of people out there nervous. Uh, it's 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 really coming along. And so, you know, DreamWorks Land is going to definitely appeal to those families with younger children, uh, utilizing Shrek, uh, Trolls, uh, Kung Fu Panda, the Gabby's Dollhouse that I will vow here and now to never learn anything about uh but it's it's very exciting so uh, as as i said at the beginning minion land was one of my highlights definitely you know not the greatest thing for families because there is a little restriction with villain con minion blast but with the rest of the land i feel like it's fun and it does appeal to families but dreamworks land is definitely going to fill the rest of the gap and i think i think universal studios florida is going to start being looked at as a uh a park that really does cater to younger audiences and that's that's a home run for universal that's they've got the thrills they just need the kids and eventually they'll open up universal kids resort and then they'll definitely grab the kids but uh rhino you got anything to say about it dreamworks shrek donkey dreamworks makes a team works yeah panda too yep. kung fu panda there's a new kung I, fu panda I, movie coming out i don't care about kung fu panda what, what, look at me. Why do I care about Kung Fu Panda? What's he say? You love Skadoosh. Like, Skadoosh. Skadoosh. I have a Kung Fu Panda on the shelf right by me, I think. I, uh, please, please do not make me question your purchasing He might be power. over there. Okay. It's when, no, it was, um, it was from the first movie. It was like the McDonald's or Burger King toy or something. But when you shook him, he went, Skadoosh. The Skadoosh. So yeah. I think that's how we'll say hi to each other from now on. Uh, skadoosh. I don't. I don't know. It sounds too. Like people are like, "Whoa, they're, they're getting aggressive." Okay, skadoosh to you as well. Uh, and then wrapping up. Good afternoon. Yes, skadoosh to you as well. Uh, wrapping up 2024 and what to expect. Uh, of course, Halloween Horror Nights will return in the fall time frame, uh, late late summer, early fall, and uh, run. You know, probably another record number of nights, because once you start hitting record number of nights, you can't really slow down from that. You can't be like, you know what? We wanted to pull back just because, of, you know, health, safety, all that. So uh, that's coming. And I wish we had more to talk about with it. But uh, there's nothing to say about Halloween Horror Nights right now. It's just no no announcements yet and who knows who knows when we'll get that first announcement. I think uh, a lot of people in the community were very very hopeful that it would be like last year where you know the event ends and we already know one house for next year but they spoiled the case not the case they did yeah i I, well i think last year it was kind of like maybe they hit it at it or something and that's why they were like we're just gonna tell you but then they didn't tell us any of the houses till right before so it was kind of like i'd rather have the houses like periodically announced um as opposed to like what happened last year was like the big like reveal all at once uh, it's still going to be the big reveal all at once right at the end but i actually agree with you too i think i think it would be great and i know they can't do it for like legal reasons when they're trying to work with some of the bigger companies and bigger studios to get that big ip in there uh it, you never know when you're going to get final approval and make sure that everything works out and follows through but it would be great if there could actually be like a release calendar that gets posted like with the first one and be like, okay, 
we're announcing the first house here and expect the next announcement this day and this day. And then it's like something to look forward to, not get angsty about like, it's been two months since the last announcement they've made. And they would have made three by this time last year. What's going on? Like, well, that could also make it like a fun, a fun thing to look forward to, like a fun event being like, Oh guys, we're doing the countdown to the new announcement, you know? Yep. That's exactly, exactly. That's what I would love to see from it. And with the holidays, you know, that'll, that'll happen right after Halloween Horror Nights. And uh, all I want for Christmas is some refreshed holiday entertainment because, man, I was not feeling it this past year. We felt that eggnog. I'll tell you that much. The eggnog mm-hmm. needs to be the one thing that returns, but I don't, I don't know what Universal needs to do. I'm so happy it's all included as part of your admission uh, during the holiday period. And I'm not saying, uh, it's anything that's bad. I think uh, it, some people have made Grinchmas and the holiday parade their traditions, and that's that's always something you don't want to see it tinkered with too much. But it is just it's getting really slow for me, and Grinchmas feels dated. Like it, it feels like oh, I'm watching a show about a movie that came out in 2000, and it's almost 2025. Like that's just. That's how it is all starting to feel for me. With the I got a, I got a, I got a thing about the Grinch. I feel like I should. Uh, I, I've been daydreaming a little bit. Um, I why 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 don't we do? Why don't we? I love the Sneetches, but uh, why don't we do something where? Because clearly this Grinch man is very popular. He needs an attraction. I think mm-hmm. they need a dump it to crump it coaster. Or maybe something that tells the story of Whoville or something like that. And then, like, you know, lean into that thing that is clearly a big deal for them. I mean, it's not going anywhere. It's what you just said. We're watching a movie from 2002 or something. So, yeah, I'd like to oh, see uh, something like that. I completely agree that there should be an attraction with it. I mean, if there is an attraction, you have to make the argument. Do you necessarily need the show once you get to that time period and stuff? Do you need an attraction based on the movie and a show based on the movie? Probably not. But I don't know what they also would just all of a sudden replace the show with. And I don't have any answers for it. I just I I think to me, it just comes down to like the show itself isn't necessarily that bad. I think it's the Mannheim steamroller music that's with it. That just like Mm. makes it feel even older and even slower. And, and there's always like weird audio issues or it's like, why is, why are they perform the show so many times during the day? And I feel like the sound is usually all over the place with the different who's. So I, the show is, is something that needs replaced. But I think the parade is, in much more need of being replaced first. It's not a bad parade with what they have. This song is just so slow. Just just redo the music. That's all. It's what you said. It's like everything in there is great. Just redo that music. You it, it like keep it. You could literally keep it the same. It I, I I wish it was like a jazzy something jazzy. It's the same reason we talk about it every year. Why I don't really like the fireworks for the Christmas party at Magic Kingdom is that I feel like the music is the wrong mood for the celebration that you're doing. It's a celebration. We yeah. should be excited. It, you know, and that's the that's the thing. I, I it's if it's the last thing you watch, you want to leave there dancing. You want to feel like you're moving. You want your body to be going. And that's like that's the thing where I'm like it. It feels like such a it feels like the end credits of a Christmas movie. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, no, it, I, I totally get that perspective of it. And then it doesn't help that, like, you know, the balloons are a spectacle to see. The floats are really cool, even the ones that don't have characters on them. They're still, they're still nice. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge if a float doesn't have a character. Uh, my, my other issue with it is it's a slow moving parade and the soundtrack is slow. And then they only put like usually like three or four performers in front and behind each float. So then, also, too, it just feels like they don't have like a set choreography. It's not like Disney where they have these like dance troops in between the different floats that like makes it feel alive in between what's next. It's like it's usually like three people that are just kind of skipping and hopping around in circles. And I, uh, yeah, I, I think the holidays needs work, but when you consider it, like, yeah. It's it's all included in with the park admission, you know, maybe maybe they don't need to go too crazy. I'd, I'd rather them see, you know, keep it the way it is and not demand money for it. Uh, if if they ever tried to make the Christmas events there like a hard ticket thing, then they've got to deliver on the entertainment. But I guess I'm OK with it being what it is as as long as it is included in with that admission. But yeah, I, I would also really love to see it changed. Yeah, yep. I can cut. Yeah, so that is uh, that's 2024, and I'm sure there will be surprises along the way. I hope everything well, that we mentioned today happens. I feel like I want to bring up one thing that we we didn't really talk about. I know we don't really talk about it a lot, but did you see that survey about Halloween Horror Nights and about how? Or not even the survey it was on the website. I think says that in 2025 you're going to have to start doing park reservations for Halloween Horror Nights. But uh, I, my, yeah. my guess is I'm thinking that's just for like the annual pass holders who get the who get the extra ticket. They're going to have to say we're coming on this day. That's, I think the team members were the were the test people this year having to the way they did it. Yeah, that's what I saw it for was that if you have the the level of annual pass that we have and you get that HHN ticket for the one night this year, it's not you actually it, for the event this year, you're going to actually have to select which night you want no, not this to make year. a reservation for. It said, it said 2025. It didn't say 2024. Oh, I thought it said for this which year. Which I but... thought was a mistake. And I was like, why wouldn't it be for this year? So I don't know if it had something to do with the new park yeah. opening or something. I don't know. So yeah, okay. I, 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 had to, I had to reread it because I was like confused. I was like, why did they put this out so early? Um, you know, I'm... I'm also that guy that I'm still naming half of the things that I do that have a date based into it. I'm still putting 2023 and then I'm going to jump straight to 2025. Oh. So I'll never I wrote know 2019. I signed a bunch of things the other day, canvases, paintings, and I wrote 2019. And I was like, I got three in and I stopped and I was like, did I only write it on this one? And I look back and I had been writing 2019 on each one of yeah. the things. And I was like, what am I doing? What's wrong with yeah. me? I, it's, it's, I do the same thing too. I am so terrible with years thank goodness for our shows the video versions of the shows we no longer put the dates yeah. right in there because that was always the bane of my existence it's like every single year january it's like is it ever going to figure out what year it is no <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> no thank you. i'm getting rid of the dates <laughs> i'm taking yeah. time off the table you know what i believe that time is endless and not cyclical or whatever i whatever whatever allows me to String eliminate theory. years 
that's that's the kind of place I want to be in. But 2024 for Universal, it's going to be exciting. Not as exciting as 2025, but I'm telling you, they're they're going to come up with something that is worth traveling here for. As if Halloween Horror Nights and and some of the other things we've mentioned and what's currently there at the parks, that's already worth traveling for. But you know, I feel like there's going to be some surprises, hopefully with some entertainment and uh, previews of Epic Universe that are going to make you be like, yeah, I know Epic Universe is coming in 2025 but i want to get a vacation in in 2024 that's it's just smart business on their part if they do it that way and you know what if you want to book a vacation in 2024 consider booking a vacation through dreams unlimited travel because it does support us again so head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no obligation quote uh, and if you are watching this on youtube hit the thumbs up subscribe to the channel leave comments questions video suggestions in the comment section if you are listening to this subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us ratings and reviews when possible but that's it for our first universal show of 2024 rhino thank you so much for having this fun conversation with me Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, skadoosh to you as well, please. <laughs> oh, skadoosh. Yes, skadoosh. Thank you. And skadoosh to all of you out there for taking the time to listen and watch this as well, too. We could not keep doing it without your support. Uh, and it means the world to us that you continue to tune in to each new episode of our Universal show. So thank you very much. And of course, we'll be back with hopefully more and regular Universal content this year as we continue to get our bearings under us and get in a, a nice new studio and get back to a semblance of normalcy in our lives. So a lot a lot for the Diz Unlimited to look forward to in mm. 2024 as well. So thank you again for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon with another episode of our Diz Unlimited Universal show. Uh, but remember, we finally changed the name.